Hey, what is up? Welcome to Cheers to Beers. I'm your host, Jess Keller-Poole, and today we've got a little mini-sode, a little half-pint mini-sode. It's been a second since we've had one of those, but uh, just is what uh, worked out <laughs> with our schedules. Uh, this is actually recorded a few months ago. It's uh, some material that I had before and just going back through some of the archives. And I was like, you know what? This conversation feels super relevant right now. So this is what we're doing. But before we go any further, let's talk about what I'm drinking right now. I have got a IPA from Brand New Brewery uh, that is called Fast Fashion. It is a project put together by Matt Storm of the Masonry and Brian Strumke of Stillwater Artisanal. And it seems like they're going to be mostly focusing on hot forward beers. So this very first one was a New England style double dry hopped IPA and super solid for their first beer to come out. Um, So, oh, the beer, by the way, is called Hot Pizza. They definitely have a little bit of like an, uh, I don't know, tongue in cheek, irony, let's make fun of things sort of theme going for them. So that's lots of fun. And looking forward to, you know, what they do next, fast fashion. Let's see it. Oh man, this year is coming to a close. Uh, I don't need to tell anyone that like, whew, all right, that was, that was kind of a lot. Looking forward maybe to some stability in the future. And, you know, with that comes really fun stuff from Shauna and I, uh, especially with Seattle Beer School. Once things open back up, we're going to be doing lots more in-person classes again and hopefully some traveling coming up soon I say soon who quotation marks I mean what does soon even mean I'm just being hopeful I'm just over here you know happy that this year is almost done and thinking positively for the future but you know what this rant (laughs) a classic Shauna and Jez rant that we go on um is definitely a little bit thematic of what this past year has really brought to light in terms of how uh, American society is functioning or not functioning. And some of the things that are illuminated because of these issues. And if you know anything about me, you know that I'm just really focused on the concept of integrity and authenticity in life. But I think especially when it comes to beer, and how that can actually be one of like the most magical aspects to beer in the beer industry. Beer is and should always aim to be an expression of the person making it and the ingredients. Like that's bottom line what beer is and what makes beer really great. And the thing is, is I get it. You have to make money. You have to have a steady supply of revenue to maintain a business. And because of that, marketing is a huge component of that. Um this will make more sense when you start listening to the episode instead of me preemptively needing to say all this. But I guess where I'm trying to draw the line is before the marketing and selling becomes more important than the beer itself. It shouldn't boil down to we're selling this for money. It should boil down to we are selling this because it's a good beer that we want everyone to enjoy. And like I said, this year has shed a lot on the fact that our society is not functioning at the rate it should be we're basically careening into destruction that is driven by greed and materialism and this insane late stage capitalism that we're all experiencing in America. And it's come at the cost of losing humanity and connection to each other and this world. 
And beer has always functioned as nourishment, something that brings people together. That's something for the people. So when beer feels extremely commodified, it sucks. And I'm bothered by that. So, you know, I'm not trying to hate on the concept of marketing beer. It just, I find, is taken to an extreme that it doesn't need to be necessarily. And if we're talking through the pop culture lens, beer, more specifically the term craft beer, is a trend. A fad to jump onto and make money real quick because that's what's cool. And that sucks. But at least us in the industry, we, you know, we know why we're here and why we love working with beer so much. But then when you see other craft breweries following those same trends, chasing what's hot at the moment just to stay relevant, it's like disingenuine. And some people love that. Some people love to see craft beverage making exist beyond just beer. And and that's cool. But it's just my opinion on what feels real and what doesn't to me. The truth is we're in this reality right now where a lot of people and politicians and companies can't be trusted. And the last thing I fucking need is that same ego-stricken, greed-driven bullshit in my beer. Like, can I just have peace with my beer? Please, if I can have anything, <laughs> let it be my beer. So that was kind of a lot, but I just kind of wanted to uh, preempt where I was coming from so this conversation doesn't feel so random. But if you've ever hung out with Sean and I, if you've ever listened to the podcast, you know that sometimes these conversations just come up kind of random. And honestly, at the end of the day, this podcast is about chilling out, grabbing a beer, and like hanging out with some friends through your earbuds. So I'm going to leave it at that. And uh, let's get into this episode. Oh, but before we do, um, always here for some plugs. Um, follow me on Instagram at just just beer, follow Shauna at Shauna Brews and follow Seattle beer school at Seattle beer school, as well as seattlebeerschool.com. Like I said, I'm just thinking about the future, manifesting some really cool, exciting ideas and projects. So follow us. Oh, and also follow us on TikTok. I'm in the TikTok game at Seattle beer school. You know what it is. All right. So in this episode, we are talking about AB and Bev being fucking sneaky with their sellout beer agenda sketchy beer venture capital groups and journalism in the social media age um also quick note um we do mention one of our other favorite beer journalists jeff allworth we call him jeff aleworth we know that's not his last name but aleworth is just more fun than allworth if we're talking about the beer industry so grab whatever beer you got whatever beer you're feeling crack it open and join us cheers just since we're talking about like owning your shit in terms of like being bought out and whatnot, I, I did kind of, this is something, a discussion we've had several times just by ourselves. Um, just like the shady beer journalism that exists. Yeah. Or just journalism in general. Yeah. But yeah. There's, it's like, I don't even want to talk about it cause it feels like someone's going to like cut my head off. Yeah. But yeah, there's some sketchy things happening. It's just, it's just not transparent. I mean, it's sort of transparent if you look. Like Yes, but you're okay. forced to look. That's well, the problem. Exactly. And that's the same thing that's happening with any sort of journalism these days. Is like yeah. if Fox News is the number one Fox News is like the white claw of <laughs> news. <laughs> it's just like easy. Okay, we can't get into that topic. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, like beer journalism. I don't know. It's just like, okay, what's the name of the one that is owned by AB InBev? October. October. This is where I have a huge problem. When you showed me, I didn't even know they existed. I didn't even know who they were. You showed them to me. I was pissed because 
here's the thing. One, it's great marketing. Like the people it's who gorgeous. are gorgeous. Let me pull it up right now. The people who are doing this are smart as fuck. They know their audience. They know the designers to hire to make their websites, to make their designs, to make their everything. It's beautiful. It's fun. I'm attracted to it. Funny enough, they did another one at the same time. They launched two at the same time. It was called October and Beer Necessities. Oh, that's right. Beer Necessities. Forgot about that. Yeah. So they they launched both about the same time trying to figure out what's going to get exactly. traction. Exactly. Exactly. So not yes, a bad idea. It's not bad. It's strategic in terms of business. What fucks me up is that you are purposely putting infor- biased information out there. You are Look at paying. This. It's a gorgeous website. Also, Pitchfork is part of it. That's the thing. So yes, they just keep buying into the shit that millennials and people our age love. Look at this. Knowing that it will work on us. This because is gorgeous. It does. it does. Whitney thinks you should go ahead and pour whiskey into your beer. The Chicago-based band compares its new album, Forever Turned Around, to an old style and shot of Merlot? Merlot? I don't even know what that is. Okay, also, but like, yes, this is the exact type of content that I want to consume, right? Like... Cool yeah, bands talking about the beer they drink. Allagash. Why wouldn't I want to talk about that? Yeah, it's reviews. It's like about bands. It's like, you know, like people posting like beer and album. Exactly. Beer and album pairings. <laughs> I mean, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not bad. It's, no, it's cool. Not. I like yeah, it. Yeah, me too. You know. But you, they are tapping into something specific. Knowing that their entire purpose of doing this, the, the entire purpose of them doing this isn't to give information. The purpose of doing this is a marketing for AB InBev. You know, they have a podcast. Oh, cool. Also, we've talked about this. They have Ockfest, Oktoberfest, <sighs> Ockfest, which Stupid. is like a music beer yeah. festival. Which is the idea. What I'm do in you love think is it. on tap there? Fucking Goose Island. Yep. Cool. So. As about so this is total it's bankrolled by Z uh what is it? Yeah, what's that other Z Z V Ventures? Yeah, so it's like it they're just Z Z X, I'm sorry. Z X Ventures, A B InBev's new venture capital team. Whatever the the fuck fuck that that means. means. (laughs) What? Okay, so listen. God it says uh a project supported by Z X Ventures, A B InBev's new venture capital team and led by Pitchfork's slow focus studio Condé Nast. Fine, I have no problem. Okay, I don't, I can't get into Pitchfork right now. Yeah. And Beer Graphs, I don't even know what Beer Graphs is to be honest. We're bringing together, we're bringing together a group of people with expertise in publishing culture and of course, beer. Our goal is to tell stories at the intersections where beer becomes part of a bigger picture as it does in both past and present. Ugh. That sentence is so fucking formulated. Fuck off. Okay, so uh, this is the problem, right? And what is bothersome is is everything about this. Well, and here's the thing: is I get why bloggers and writers would attach to this because there's no money in journalism. Blogs are kind of a different situation, but like. Yeah, so if you're actually going to get paid good money to, like, be writing about beer, why the fuck wouldn't you want to do that? Like, that's my dream job, right? But here's, but I don't know. Maybe I'm stubborn. Maybe I'm stupid. But I just wouldn't be able to do that because it doesn't feel true. It's not real. You're being paid to have a bias. The problem that's is. That's not journalism. The problem is, yes, you're right, 100%, is that they're not, like, they're not being, they're just, they're, what are they reviewing? They're not reviewing, yeah. like, and when they do, it's not like they're telling you that, like, hey, listen, we're being bankrolled by right. this, this, and this. 
I mean, I think it's like if you just look at about, you're like it's pretty clear yeah. that October is bankrolled by AB and Bev. Yeah, but I mean, if you're sleeping with someone, right, and you're having sex with them, and then you're doing your own thing, like you're not gonna be influenced by that person that you're sleeping with, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, try to convince me otherwise, right? It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. And the fact that I mean, I think it's. I think that's how you say his last name. I've never met him. I'm sure he's a great guy. He writes amazing stuff, and I hate that I am don't yeah, like him. I know. Because I really like a lot of the stuff that they write. Yeah. And I can't help but, like, I can't help but, like, read some of this. It's so fucking good. The content is so good. But I just am pissed. Because right. I feel like it's bullshit. It'd be like if you claim to be a Democrat, right? You're a lifelong Democrat, but then you're, like, fucking hanging out with Mitch McConnell. <laughs> sketchy as fuck. Yeah, and like going on beach trips with them and right, stuff. Right. Fuck off. Yeah. Like I just think that's sketchy. Yeah. And you could claim to be like, we're bringing things together, but you're not. You're all in it for the money. And that's the thing. Like you think that AB InBev has any other goal besides making money because they don't. They don't. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, you're making your money and like it doesn't devalue your quality of writing. It doesn't devalue your palette or what you know. But it makes me not want to consume your shit anymore, dude. I'm sorry. And yeah, it's just like, it, I don't know. There's just not, it's hard. Like, there's not a great amount of beer journalism. Yes. And that's what where sucks. People, because you're right, people aren't getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. But then there's people like, and I always talk about him. And, you know, the beer Bible writer, uh, Jeff Aylworth. I love him. He's great. He's great. And yes. he's always like has really good stuff and he's completely transparent. And he he's like stays true to his opinion. He's not afraid to say what he actually thinks about something, which is refreshing. Yeah. It just seems like it's a little more like and this might just be the day and age that we live in right now sure. that people just don't because <sighs> everything's fucking fake. I mean, I mean, look at our president. <laughs> I mean, that and then, like, I don't know, everyone's social media. It's, like, it's it's definitely a front. Like, you got to do the things to get the likes, to get the traction. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's not it's not great. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm tentative. Well, I wasn't tentative. I just told exactly how I felt. But, like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's... It's discouraging. Right. Um, and... We talked about uh, Marissa A. Ross previously, but something that I really respect about her is that, I mean, for one, she uh, is a she is a she. Number one, first and foremost, it doesn't matter. Actually, it doesn't matter how you identify. It's just nice not to have a straight white male. That's what it is. Thank you. Um, she like has never sold out. She only endorses um, wineries and also products that she truly fucking believes in. Doesn't she not accept, like... Yeah. No, she doesn't do, like, any of the bullshit. I've seen, like, on her Instagram stories, she'll be talking about, um, like, all the shitty emails she's getting. She's like, oh, great. Like, an email from this person wanting me to do this for Chateau Saint-Michel. You know, just, like, all that bullshit. And she she calls it out. She talks about it. And she's like, I would never do this because this is not something I believe in. And that's what got her to have a great book and to be the wine editor for Bon Appetit. Like, so it is still possible to like achieve transparent and legitimate uh, journalism based on, you know, the beverage industry. It just sucks because there's so many 
conglomerates and sneaky motherfuckers. And I feel like it's more prominent in the beer industry than it is the wine industry. Because the wine industry doesn't have insane... It just has deeper roots. There's probably some fuckery happening, but of we course. just... And but you're right. I think that it's, it's not more as legit. Like, yeah. there's really not a wine that everyone's going to know. Maybe, like, Charles Shaw. But, like... Nothing that Chateau has <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's nothing that has that prominence. And maybe this is marketing. It probably is no. of like Budweiser, of course, lights. Well, Budweiser Light. is like, a like I don't know if I can point out a better. I know marketing like it's genius. It's deeply rooted in my memory. Like my right? my yes. grandparents drank it. My mom drank it. Like it's my aunt drank it. I remember like sipping like. A sip of Budweiser from my Aunt Kathy's can. Right. Like, what's that? Spud McKenzie. Yes. What's that other weird? Like, they had a Um, bunch of weird shit. Fucking the commercials um, with the frogs. Dilly Budweiser. (laughs) Yes, right? I almost want to shoot my head off. Yes, Because I just said that. And I think probably the reason why the beer industry was able to have these, like, massive companies take over is because beer has always been marketed as like the people's drink, right? Wine has always kind of had a little bit more of like a, oh, I know wine or blah, blah, blah. Like you can have cheap wine. It's easy to get fucking boom the, farm, yeah, you know? Yeah, because the, wo- the, wo- the wound. Because <laughs> the wine, his- the, the wine in this country is so young. That's true. Also like, yeah, you're right. Beer was blue collar. Yes. Also, so I think then it became easier to target those people. Men. Yeah. And then ingrain it in our society because beer is cheap. Pick up the six pack, blah blah. It's and easy you know, to drink. Honestly, Anyone can drink like, it. There's no disrespect of what Budweiser tastes like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Bud Light. If you listen to, um, I forget which episode. Of course, it's better, but oh, we got some beef. Um, I have an episode. I can't remember which episode it is, but um, the light beer challenge. Me and my friends do a blind test of light beer, and Bud Light won. Oh, we could do it again. Okay, but I do like. I would. Rainier is not a like technically a light beer, but that's like the cheap beer I fuck with the most. Oh, I just recently had Rainier Light. Oh, I really? I thought I was just buying Rainier. I but it was ordered Rainier it at light. a bar. It was like this is not a common thing for me to yeah. buy a Rainier. It was after the um, staff party. Oh, okay. At that tavern, Sloop. Yes. How do you know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Went to Sloop, never been there. And I was like buying like some beers for people. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll take the Rainier, Tallboy, whatever. And it was the light. Why one. would they stock that? Who wants that? How did it taste? I don't know. They probably got a fucking deal. Did it taste like ass? It tasted better than the hard seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but coming back to beer journalism, I just, I don't know what it's going to take necessarily. Like maybe there just needs to be like better integrity in publications. Or, like, I don't know, the blog sphere. But, I don't know. It'd be really dope to, like, like you said, uh, Jeff Aylesworth. Like, that's someone I feel like I can trust. Um, but it's hard out there, man. You don't know who's getting paid for what in, in this Instagram social media world. like. And I feel like you. it's okay if you're getting paid by someone. Just be transparent about it. Right. I don't know. You know. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty clear when someone is. Like, yeah. as soon as, like, Oct- I mean, maybe I just kind of, like, figured out about beer necessity in October at the same time yeah. and I was like I knew they both were A B and Bev things or ZX Ventures. That's and fucking shady. I don't like that and they were transparent in the about but they were but who reads about and also to be like <laughs> what was it that they called it? Like the venture capitalist 
sector of AB InBev. Like, what the fuck does that mean? That doesn't mean shit. It means you got money from someone. They're doing a bunch of other stuff. Like, it's weird. Like, if you look up there, this is where it gets real weird. If you go down the rabbit hole of uh, ZX Ventures. Yeah, what is that? And what else are there? What are their other ventures? You don't want to know. I do. <laughs> you really don't want to know. Also, I mean, if you look at their salaries, you're like, damn. Wow, I can get paid like six figures. Oh, God. For doing this, this, and that. All right, well, here we go. Unparalleled access to Anz. Oh, ZX Ventures unparalleled access to AB InBev's research technology distribution networks. So vague. I do not like any They're based company in, in, in New York, New York. Any company that is that vague in what they're talking about, do not trust them. No way. Also, I can't load the page. That's something. Sketch. Yeah, look at this. That's sketch. Oh. It's not your Wi-Fi. It's them. <laughs> Five stars. For what? Three reviews. <laughs> Wait, for the business? I. It's like, it like knows that I hate them and they're... Uh, not letting me. I hate this. I hate it all. It's terrible. I'm sorry, but we have to look this up. No, I want to know what their other ventures are. This okay. is important. Okay. Look at this. Brewing up the future today. That's stupid tagline. Okay. Our focus, specialties. They're like a... Uh, it seems like it's all vague, right? I don't like that. You hire them... Okay, let's see here. Portfolios. We invest in companies across, so they're a venture catalyst. Yeah, right. I get it. We seed, launch, and scale new products. Craft beer, Four Pines. Some of their, it's like Spanish. Bogota, Boxing Cat. I've never heard of any of these, but right. they're all international. It's fine. They're like the uh, food court of. <laughs> <laughs> the mall food court <laughs> yeah this is terrible but uh, it really doesn't explain much right? it doesn't that's what it's again so transparency. Vague. look at this yes, specialties no, it, brand expertise e-commerce explore home brewing the zx ventures home brewing team operates and supports northern brewer the number one home brew they did just sell yeah so this yep. is inaccurate yep they're they are now not owned by them i know that hmm yeah. Also, who's this independent company that could afford to buy out what AB InBev was doing? That's kind of interesting. They probably didn't want to deal with the home brewers. <laughs> Honestly, no, dude, you're probably right. Seriously. That's cool. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Let's do a little cheers here at the end. So. That was a good one. <laughs> Zonzi glasses. That's what it is. That's the magic of it. That was a Titan Cast episode.